If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world, and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chapin Stark. Good afternoon. This is Lindy Chapin Stark coming to you from Unstoppable Start Studios here in the quaint little town of Lilburn, Georgia, um, Atlanta, otherwise known as Metropolitan Atlanta. Um, I am your host today and the owner and creative director here at Unstoppable Start Studios, and I'm glad you're with me. Um, here at Unstoppable Start Studios, we are focused on helping small businesses um, grow, gain momentum in the digital landscape, in the advertising landscape, brand landscape. Um, we want to create excitement and recognition around your brand, and if that means getting honest about what it looks like um, or what you've been doing having a consultation to determine if a headline is working or not working, if packaging is working or not working, if your messaging is, you get the gist. Um, that's what I'm here for. And today, we're going to talk about one of our many tools that we use here at the studio, and that is Google AdWords. This is the kind of thing that seems exciting to some small business owners because it can get you to the top of those ads when you're searched, but to other small business owners, it seems a little daunting, a little scary. Like you just walked into a haunted house and the hair on the back of your neck stood up. Sometimes that's what it feels like to me, especially when I'm dealing with one of one of those uh, troubling businesses. <laughs> but that's okay. But what we're going to do today is take down this uh, mystical curtain that is the Google and see how things work in AdWords, and it really is a good investment for your business. Now, personal stories, insights, y'all know that's what I'm about. I'm a good Southern girl, and I'm not going to blow smoke up your butt. Um, in all honesty, it's 90 degrees here in Atlanta today, and I've got my heater on because I'm cold. Yes, I just said I have my heater on <laughs> because I'm cold. I have a cup of coffee, and I am grateful to have producer Christine behind the curtain helping me with this today. Um, what I want to do is create some magic for your business and help you determine if this tool, among any other tools, is right for you. Um, so I'm just going to get right into it. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Are you standing up? Or what are you doing? Are you ready to hit the road, hit the bricks, make this thing happen? Um, so first things first, I'm going to scare you to death. <laughs> As a small business owner, let's just take a look at the basic AdWord definition. AdWords is a way to get your business online. That's it. It is um, known as pay-per-click, meaning you give Google money and they are sort of an auction house. And they take 
campaigns you've created that are centered around keywords that should have a good quality score based on your ads and or your landing page website, whatever you want to, however you want to couch that if you're using a full-on website or if you're using a landing page, um, to get you to the top of the search page, right? Google is going to tell you that this is an efficient and effective and cost-effective way to get you to the top of that list. Um, Mother Google, as y'all have often heard me refer to Google, has its place. You don't have to have a lot of money to make AdWords work for you. It's all in the strategy and how you use it. You know, let me tell you, take five minutes today and look up step-by-step -step AdWords guide. You are going to come up with every marketing company on the planet who has um, automated, who has AdWords support, who has all of this uh, fun playful, we're experts in our field stuff available. And they're going to have a blog post and they're going to walk you through how AdWords works. And you're going to get to maybe your third scroll down out of, I promise you, what is no less than meh, 150. And you're going to go, what is Google talking about? Holy crap, there's nothing easy. There is nothing efficient. There is nothing effective to this. Um, it's overwhelming. I am not going to lie to you. It's doable, but it is overwhelming. So, back to scaring you out of your pants, aside from knowing that you're going to have to read this full-on step-by-step -step guide to AdWords, um, just to get, I just want you to get a sense, okay? That's all I want. I want you to get a sense of what it looks like. I want you to consider some of these things. AdWords. No matter how you do setting up your campaign, whether you've done the coursework, you are a master at AdWords creation, it's like every other marketing resource available to you. It is marketing. Marketing is marketing is marketing. It's just one step in the sales funnel. Okay? So clicks don't necessarily lead to increase in revenue. Just because your ad is at the top of that page, yay for you to get into the top three spots. Woohoo! You did it. Here's some scenarios to consider. Your competition wants to throw you. They're going to click through your ad over and over and over again to sink your AdWords budget. <laughs> you think I'm kidding. I've seen people do it. So there's part one. Oh, somebody's just cruising the Internet checking stuff out. 
they're going to click through your ad because it's at the top of the page. Might not be what they want, might not be what they need, but they are just curious because it's at the top of the page. So they're going to click through. Is that going to lead to revenue? Is that going to lead to a sale? No, that's just somebody being bored. So there are lots of different layers to this, but just know that because your ad is at the top of the page does not mean that your revenue is going to automatically increase. It does not mean you're going to get more sales. It just means that you're at the top of the page and your marketing is doing its job. It is making you more visible. You are paying to be more visible. Cool? If you're cool with that, good. It's like going to Vegas. If you go to Vegas, know when you've got 200 bucks in your pocket. That is all you're willing to bet whether you go up or you come out. It doesn't matter. As long as you know you're only willing to gamble that $200, and that's the biggest loss you're willing to take, then you're set. And that's how you have to go into this. I want you to be prepared for that. That is the reality of it. This is your marketing, like any other piece of marketing. It's only one part of the sales funnel. Okay. It's really hard to compete with the bigger brands. So if you are mom and pop soda competing against Coke and Pepsi, guess who's going to have the bigger budget? Right. <laughs> Coke and Pepsi. So yes, it doesn't mean you can't compete. It just means that you have to be more strategic and more careful around your planning, okay? Doesn't mean you can't get to the top. It just means you have to be more. As I said previously, using words is a lot more complicated than it may seem or they make it out to be. It's not straightforward. If you're if you have an AdWords campaign or AdWords account and you get in, now let me let me go ahead and clarify this. Google Ads and Google AdWords are two totally separate things. Google Ads is like the dumbed down, hey, here's my ad, here's my budget, brush off, y'all go do this. I'm not going to mess with it. That is, don't do that. It is a waste of money. Just don't. Stay, steer clear of it. That's my personal advice, steer clear. If you're going to invest in your business and you're going to use AdWords as part of your strategy, invest in full-blown AdWords and make sure that you have analytics to back it up. Google Analytics is another piece of this lovely pie. Okay. So if you have an AdWords account and you are in this account, yes, your dashboard looks meh, straightforward. But if you start drilling down data, you're going to find <laughs> that you can just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And it gets to the point where you feel like you're digging to China, which is great. It's, a, it's, it's great. Data is great. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. But for somebody who's not in it every single day, for somebody who doesn't understand and this keyword with this location and this quality score and this bit amount, how that all plays into 
use it, don't use it, change this ad, optimize this landing page, this website, do this, do that, make it a retargeting piece, blah, 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 blah. If you don't understand all that, the data is not going to help you. I'm just being honest. <laughs> all right. So that said, when I say do the coursework, there's Linda, there is Udemy. Um, find two or three different AdWords courses. Now, you don't have to do the full-on I want to get AdWords certified course. You don't have to do that. But knowing the ins and outs of AdWords from two or three different coaches will be helpful. So invest one, two, three days. Invest a solid 24 hours over the course of those one, two, three days. Now that would be a lot for two, but three days. And get to know the ins and outs of AdWords. Get to know it from the perspectives of different people because each of them is going to have a different take. The mechanics of it will be the same, but each of them will have a different take on strategy. Okay? So find three courses that look appealing to you that have good ratings and invest the time to get to know AdWords intimately, um, especially if you're going to give Google some money. You want to know. Now, <laughs> all that said, AdWords can be your best friend, it can be your lover, it can give you really good results if you set yourself up for success. Otherwise, it's like going to Vegas with 200 bucks. Just know. So we're going to talk about strategy later in the show. And in a minute, we're going to come back and talk about more reasons to scare you out of using Google before we talk about why to use it. But for now, you are listening to little old me, Lindy Chafin-Start on Unstoppable. And we're going to go take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com.
This is Inspired Choices Radio Show. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Stark. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Well, welcome back. Um, you are listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network, and I am your host for today, Lindy Chapin-Start. I guess I am your host always for Unstoppable, um, because that's what we are, Unstoppable, here in the studio, and that's what I hope you consider yourself as well. And if you need help um, getting more of an unstoppable start to your business goals, feel free to visit our website at www.unstoppablestart.com. There's a lovely little contact form at the bottom of the page. You can reach out that way or you can just email me at Lindy Chafin. That's L-I-N-D-Y-C-H-A-F-F-I-N at A-T-T dot net. Um, Happy to help you in achieving your goals and excited to talk to you about it. But today, today, we're talking about AdWords. And first and foremost, I'm going to try to scare you by using it, and I'm going to tell you why you should. All right, so we had gotten to AdWords being complicated (laughs) in the multiple layers of making AdWords successful for your business. Okay, cool. Before you go into AdWords, you need to understand that this is a tool that requires regular maintenance. This is not something anyone tells you up front. This is a tool that has to be babysat, and that's where the data mining comes in. You want to know what you're spending your money on, and you want to make sure that you're getting your money's worth, correct? Otherwise, why spend it? Why go down that road if you're not getting what you need? So the data is going to be able to show you what keywords are performing better than other keywords. What keywords are wasting your money because you have too much competition and your bids are too high. What ads within your ad groups are performing better than others? What that data is going to tell you, aside from here, get rid of these keywords and uh, adjust these ads, it's going to give you the opportunity to go back to your website or your landing page. And this is Lindy's strategy number one. Because my goal is to use AdWords strategically and intentionally to build up your real estate, to optimize your site based on your AdWords results so that you can start to phase it out. Okay? Use it strategically. Now, you can come at it from a couple of different directions. You can use it as a small business when you're starting out to get you in front of people faster it's a great way, great way to use it. You can wait until, especially if you've got content already in place, 
or content available to put in place strategically as a new business. You can wait and let that content drive your real estate space organically and then bring AdWords in at, say, a year and then let AdWords help you optimize. That gives you the opportunity to go ahead and install analytics now ahead of AdWords so you can see what people are searching for on your site that's already there and you can use that to create your AdWords campaigns. Man, that sounds complicated, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, it is, I'm not going to lie. So when I say there's, <laughs> sorry, Christine, I didn't mean to. Um, there is a lot of maintenance involved. So when you go into AdWords and you have your keywords and you have all this stuff set up, you want to be sure to go in every couple of weeks, every month, see where you are, see what you need to adjust, see what you can use to optimize your landing page or your website. I'm just going to refer to it as a landing page to make it easy if that's helpful. Um, but it's not the kind of thing that you can just go, meh, here are my keywords, here are my ads, here's my money, have fun. You do not want to do that. It will not get you any traction and you will just spend money. <laughs> and honestly, I have 150 other ways you could spend your money that would get you a lot farther along. Okay. But, but you can use both of these tools to optimize your site and your strategy can come from the front or it can come from the back. Just wait and decide that for yourself. All right. Tracking results. Like I said, if you're trying to mine data in AdWords, yay. Um, you are going to want um, analytics installed on your site. You're also going to want your AdWords tracking tags. There's a global site tag and a tracking tag that you're going to want, and you're going to want to set up goals. Those goals for small businesses might not be digital sales. And that is something that you seriously have to take into consideration here. I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. So if your business is 100% strictly online, I will use an online lingerie company. I'll just throw out bare necessities because I don't know that they have a physical location anywhere, to be completely honest. I don't know. I just don't know. But I shop there online often. So bare necessities, we're just going to assume, is a completely digital storefront. There's no brick and mortar anywhere. Because it is a strictly digital storefront, you can see if you have analytics installed, if you have the global site tag and your goals and all that fun stuff set up on the back end, you can see when people click on a blog post, when they click on a product, when they purchase a product, your goals could be set as 
if this person fills out a contact form, that is a goal. If this person gets to a shopping cart, that is a goal. If this person purchases, completes the shopping cart, hits pay now, <laughs> submit, that is a goal. So all of this stuff can be reported back to Analytics and AdWords. And you can see what people are doing on your site. So Analytics looks at it one way. They look at site actions. It's kind of like you're looking at the analytics of your website, if you can see the back end of your website. You can see what pages people view most often, what blog post, if they've filled out a contact form, if they've, you know, it depends on your site setup, but if they've purchased something. Um, AdWords is going to look at that from a totally different direction. AdWords is going to look at it with all of those tags installed and your goals set up. They're going to see which keywords lead to which ads lead to what goals that are completed. Okay, so AdWords is looking at it from a totally different perspective. So you can then take that information and go back to your campaigns and create new ones, eliminate old ones, refresh old ones, optimize your keywords, drill them down a little bit more, drill the ads down a little bit more. What actually worked to convert your customer? But that's only if your business is 100% online. If you have an online business as well as a brick and mortar storefront and you have customers who come in to complete transactions, then there's a whole other level to this. You can't see your conversion rate. Unless you're asking people at the register or you're asking people who show up or who call, hey, how did you hear about us? Now, AdWords does give you the opportunity. You can um, optimize your ads or, oh, you'll forgive me, my brain's not working 100% today. Um, you can put in a phone number and Google will track the times that people actually call that phone number. You can make that a goal just so you can see what ads lead to actual calls. Um, they can go to contact forms. They can go to email addresses. They can go to landing pages. So there's lots of different ways to kind of track which ways people get to your business. But then once they get to your business, if they're not online, like I say, if there's not a way to track that conversion, then how are you doing it in your brick and mortar store? So that's just another thing to consider when you're thinking about AdWords as part of your strategy. Um, and that's why I say part of your strategy. This can't be 100% of your marketing strategy. That would not be smart. It's a piece of it. And you have to be... No, you have to be prepared. <laughs> you have to be prepared for that. Now, is using a marketing agency a wise idea? A lot of startups don't have money to throw at an agency. I'm going to tell you, an agency is going to get you farther down the road faster than if you did this yourself. So I appreciate, and this is not a pitch for me. Uh, if you want to call me and talk it through, cool. I am here. That's why I'm here, is to help small business, right? But marketing agencies can be expensive for the Coca-Colas, and Coca-Cola's not going to care. 
marketing agencies can be cheap for the startups of the world, but they're not going to get you where you want to where you want to be. You want somebody who's completely and totally passionate about what they do. They are strategic, they are targeted, and they are intentional about making your business a success. That is the agency you want. All right. I'll step down off of my pony for now. <laughs> we'll come back and talk about the AdWords step-by-step, a little bit more step-by-step. Um, you are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. You are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. And, oh my gosh, I will throw it out again. Um, here at the studio, we are all about helping small businesses. So if you are interested in just having a 30-minute conversation around what you're trying to do, what your strategy looks like, what your advertising currently looks like, what avenues you might be missing, feel free to give us a call. Um, you can even call me on my cell, 404-245-7474. I'd love to hear from you. But for now, we're going to go back to talking about AdWords because we are going to run out of time very quickly if I don't keep going. All right. So we've already talked about Google AdWords being like the marketplace where companies pay to have their website ranked at the top of the search results page based on their keywords, right? You fit into that. Um, we're going to walk through some quick terminology. A keyword is a word or phrase a user searches for and then sees an ad. Your ads will show up for the keywords that you choose. Google counts the clicks on your ads and charges you for each click. It's called pay-per-click. If you divide the number of clicks by the number of impressions, impressions are the number of times your ads are served. That means the number of times they show up based on your keywords. You might have a thousand impressions in a day, but only 20 clicks. So if you divide the clicks by the impressions, you get the click-through rate or the CTR. 
Now, there are a lot of acronyms that are going to be floating around if you start digging into this, and they can be very intimidating. So just work yourself up a little cheat sheet. It's helpful <laughs> just to remind you what they are. Um, let's see. You have to imagine Google being like an auction house, like I said. You've set a budget and you bid. And the bid amount basically tells Google how much you're willing to bid for each click or how much you're willing to pay for each click, not how much you're willing to bid, because that can fluctuate. So if your maximum bid is $2 per click on that keyword, Google's only going to show your ad to people if other folks aren't bidding more on that same keyword, typically. All right. Man, that was a that was a thirty thousand foot view right there. Now a conversion, which is what we just talked about, is a new lead or a sale. But generally speaking, it's just the user has taken an action on your site that you wanted them to take, and we just talked about how to track all that stuff. Those actions can look like signing up to an email list. What else? Um, clicking on a particular blog post, things like that. Doesn't have to necessarily be a purchase. It all depends on what you think is valuable in this scenario. Um, so when we say Google can get out of hand, and if you don't know, if you're not in it every day, you don't really realize what's going on, but say you're excited and you go in and you create your account and you create two different campaigns for these different keywords with a budget of $10 per day attached to each one. If you let that go for a month without paying attention to it, just paid three grand to Google. Did your stomach just hit the floor? Yeah, it happens. Um, so you need to make sure that you're tracking things that are important to you. All right. First things first, let's calculate an AdWords budget. Now, this is simple mathematics. Um, you want to, you know the basics of the marketing mix. You know what your product cost to you is. You know what your product cost to the consumer is. So let's say you're selling Legos, tiles, pick a product, any product. A package of 500 of these items, we'll just use Legos, a package of 500 Legos costs $200. And out of that $200, you make $100 profit. That $100 is your profit per sale, plain and simple. Now, we all know that actual margins don't typically look like that, but whatever. This is just for simplicity's sake. Your conversion rate is the percentage of people who actually order when they arrive on your Lego sales page. When they, they choose that 500 brick kit, they put it in their cart, they hit purchase. For every thousand views of your page, like I said, your um, this is 
your CT, this is your CTR. This is not your impression. So every thousand views of your page, every thousand clicks, 10 people buy. That's a 1% conversion rate. Google gets its cut. So out of each sale, how much are you willing to give them? If you're thinking that $70 per sale is okay as an overall profit, now mind you, I will say it one more time, this is part of your marketing strategy. This is not your entire marketing strategy. So you have to think about that $100 and that $30 and what pieces of the marketing puzzle are going to fit into I'm willing to just make $70 on this sale. Okay, that's your entire marketing mix. This is just AdWords. So if $70 per sale is okay and you pay Google $30 commission for each successful conversion through AdWords, cool. You put it all together and you get your maximum cost per click. Now, what does that look like in formula? Your maximum cost per click is your profit times your commission for Google, times your conversion rate. So that would look like, in this case, the $100 times the 0.3 times 1%, which equals 30 cents. Math. <laughs> that means you're willing to spend 30 cents per click on AdWords and still make $70 per sale. That's assuming your conversion rate stays the same, 1% uh, of 1,000 views, 10 people. So even if your strategy is small, if you go into it as you're just starting out, 20 clicks a day is cool. the maximum cost per click, that would be $6 per day. You could run a campaign for 10 days. You could run a campaign for 20 days. You could run a campaign for 30 days and spend 60 120 You get where I'm going. It doesn't have to break the bank, and you can still get valuable data out of it. Now, I'm going to give you a personal example of something we did here at the studio. I have <clears throat> clients out in Texas, apartment communities. We are really just trying to flip the switch on um, their rebranding, get them back to the top of the list. They started out with one name. They changed the name of the complex, new management, yada, yada, blah, blah. AdWords was part of their strategy. So we created a landing page explaining the whole under new management piece, what the benefits of being under new management were. And we created an AdWords campaign around that. We ran the campaign for, oh gosh, I want to say it was 60 days. Over the course of the 60 days, we were able to see what keywords worked, what ads worked, we were able to optimize the landing page as we went, which improved our cost per click as well as our click-through ratio. 
And at the end of the 60 days, we took that information and we applied it to the main website. All right. Now, I want you to keep in mind a couple of things here. For the landing page, we had created a new SEO'd URL. It was the property's new name, Apartments, Houston, uh, you know, whatever. All of this was in the URL. It was a terribly long URL, but it's SEO'd. What does it mean to have an SEO'd URL? It means you're using keywords in your URL. Might not be your main URL, which is just the property name.com or your business name.com. This is, say, if I were going to do it for my business, my primary business website is unstoppablestart.com. That's who I am. That is my brand identity, Unstoppable Start. It is in my radio show name and Unstoppable. I am Lindy Start. It is Unstoppable Start. It gives your business an unstoppable start. You get where I'm going? But if I were going to SEO additional URLs to help people find me easier, and this is just to help Google see me easier, and don't think you only have to have one URL because you don't. Let me catch my breath. My secondary URL might be um, Unstoppable Start Digital Marketing for Small Business. Digital Marketing Small Business. Small Business Digital Marketing. Unstoppable Start Small Business Digital Marketing. I think I just wrangled it right there. You got it? So you're using keywords that people might be searching for. And not only are you branding, but you're also using those secondary or those keywords as your secondary URL. Pointed to the same website, it just gives you more opportunity to be seen. Okay. So, gosh, where did we leave off? Um, once you've determined all of this, your next step. Anyway, we were talking about um, we were talking about these landing pages. So anyway, we took the real estate we created from the landing page. We pointed the secondary URL to the main page. So now we've got the real estate. That's what we call the space that we've created that Google sees us, or that any search provider sees us. Um, we have the main page real estate, we have the landing page real estate, now we have these two URLs and their combined real estate that we've pointed to the main website. We've taken the data we've mined or the data that we've gathered from the landing page and that page's optimization and we've transferred it to the main website and done away with the landing page. Okay. So now we have keywords that we know work within AdWords. We have ads that we know we work within when AdWords. We've updated the meta tags. We've updated the page names. We've updated the SEO throughout the body copy and the headings to tie back in to the ads campaign, the ad campaign that's already set up on AdWords. So what do you think that did? Not only for the paid advertising, but for the organic ranking for the website. You just doubled your real estate. 
You just optimize based on results that you got over the last 60 days. So in effect, you've increased your traffic, you've lowered your cost per click, and you've increased your click-through ratio. Strategy. That's where I was going with all that. Sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> so we're going to take another quick break, and then I'm going to walk you quickly, quickly, quickly through the steps and the rest of this process. So you are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a minute. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. <laughs> this mm. is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Stark. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us today on Unstoppable. I'm excited to have you here. And I hope you're getting some good information around AdWords. I know it's a lot. And like I say, step-by-step -step guide to AdWords. And you'll see exactly why I can only cover X, Y, and Z on the show. Um, but I'm glad you're here. And now that we have your formula set up for determining your AdWords budget, we're going to head over to the Google Keyword Planner. Now, I want you to stop and think about how you search for things online. This is where those customer profiles come in that we've talked about over and over again. How is your customer, your audience, going to search for you? What are the words they're going to use? How are they going to ask? Are they going to ask verbally? Think about that because of the Alexas and the Googles and the Facebooks in the world, um, you say things differently than you type things. So search strings that you're typing are different than search strings than you're, that you're saying. Keep that in mind. Um, but say if you're buying Legos, you would enter these potential keywords in the Google keyword planner and you would see what comes up. So let's say cheap Legos, buy Legos, buy Legos cheap, buy Legos online. And what's going to come up is the number of searches for those particular keywords or keyword phrases, the suggested bid amount for those keywords or the keyword phrases, and then the relevance. So what you might see is that Cheap Legos has an average monthly search of 260, 
but buy Legos cheap might have an average search of 10. And that average search of 10 is going to cost you more money, near $3. The higher searches are going to cost you less. So which keywords are you going to pick? Hmm. You're obviously going to go with the one that has the higher number of searches at the lower cost. Just throwing that out there. Um, so there's that piece. You've got your solid start. Let's talk about um, making sure that you're checking your branded search. Are there terms? Are there are there terms that you've created around your business that people would recognize or people would know? Um, I will use HubSpot's term inbound marketing. That's a totally HubSpot thing. Um, inbound marketing, you're going to plug that in and you're going to see how the interest of inbound marketing has grown over a period of time. If it's grown, you want to make sure that you use it, right? Okay. It, these sort of branded terms are the low-hanging sort of fruit, right? Um, they help you get the easy conversions, people who are already looking for you by name or by product name. Other ways to check this out, go over to um, Google Trends and see what's what's trending right now. Um, there's always the seasonality, holidays, events, Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. You can check that out. Um, and site search, Google Analytics will tell you what people are searching for you already, what people are searching for on your site already. That's why I say have analytics installed so you can keep track of that. All right. Check out the competition. Um, looking at your competitor's business helps you determine if it's easy or not to outrank them. You have to think about your quality score, and you want to know how, where you stand. It's called in competitor intelligence. So check out um, spyfu.com. Enter your keyword, cheap Legos, and see what comes up. Okay. Now, next step, making sure your landing page is spot on, rocks, captures attention. You don't want to scare people away. You don't want to give them vague information and ask for a lot of information in return. You don't want to overload the page with graphics and videos that take too long to, you know, load. Um, the headline has to be powerful. It needs to stand out because that's the first thing that people read. Um, make sure your copy is clear. Don't try to sound like super smart by using words that people aren't going to understand. Just talk like I do. <laughs> be transparent. Be authentic. Be honest. We've had this conversation before. Um, keep it simple. K-I-S-S. -S, keep it simple. Stupid. We'll leave off the stupid part. Keep it simple, Smarty. Um, use bullet points, pictures, visual elements, but don't overdo it. A great example would be 
um, Lyft, when they were recruiting drivers, their headline was, make up to $35 an hour driving your car. Sidebar, apply now. And all they needed was a first name, a last name, an email address, a city, and a phone number, basically, promo code, to get started. That was it. That is simple. That is straightforward. That is to the point. Done. Um, be mindful of that stuff. You want readers to stick to your page. You don't want them to be frightened away. Now, if you are not in recruitment mode and you're actually trying to promote your business or promote your product, of course, if you're in a service-related business, that looks different than a product-related business. But um, to give you more personal examples, say if you're a, a coach or if you're in a business like mine that is definitely more service-related or consulting-related, um, you can always give away information. That's part of the content marketing framework. Um, give away an ebook, give away a consultation, 30 minutes free. You've heard me say that before. Um, give people value in exchange for their information. Getting their information, and this is just another way to use this landing page to your advantage. You have the AdWords campaign in place. Um, giving, getting, giving people the opportunity to give their information to you for something valuable content in exchange allows you the opportunity to follow up with them in various and sundry ways. Start small. Name and email address. That way you can at least stay in touch with them via email. Okay, but it's part of your marketing strategy. Anyway, your unstoppable marketing strategy. Until next time, you guys be unstoppable. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business. Until then, be unstoppable.